Picnic Table Society, a ragtag group of people in recovery that live by Rule 62. Don't take yourself so damn seriously. Your recovery is your journey. Get engaged, try new things, and have fun with it. Yo, maestro. Intro, please. You can't steal second with your foot on first. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Pick the Table Society. My name is Joe, <laughs> along with Aaron and Jeff. What's going on? Joe, Joe. What's going on? What My chair up? is, My chair is super Yo, Erin looks really refreshed today. She looks good. Fresh Not that you ever savage. look bad. Yeah, she's got a shirt on that says Savage. I know, that's why I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Savage. That's right. Yeah, what, what's different, Erin? Something look, what's going on in your life? She's got economics class today, bro. <laughs> oh! I hate that class with <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Um, okay. I hope your professor's not listening. But this is why it's Listen. important to like have a home group almost. Like this is almost like a home group for us. Once a week, it we is. get to see each other. We know if there's something going on yes. in our lives. Right. Not all of us approach each other about it. Uh-huh. Write that down, Jeff. I'll write that down. I got, you yeah. know, that's actually what our topic is going to be on today. <laughs> but you look refreshed. Is something new going on? Yes. So I have been in an accountability group for a few months now. And um, it's with three other women that I have been close to my whole sobriety. Um, and they are amazing women. And the idea was there. I loved it. Let me be part of it. All right, cool. And as we started doing it, I wasn't that big of a fan of it. Mm. And um, as time went on and time went on, and we've been doing this for like four months now, I think, at least. And I've started to realize that, like, it's, it, of course, when, when we're disturbed, there's something wrong with me. And so was, I was dreading going and everything, and I realized that I really wasn't being intentional and, and putting any effort into it. And so I started speaking about it and being honest and telling them about it. And, um, you know, it's the 10th month, and I wanted to talk about, you know, the 10th step. And something that I kept my accountability group and I started doing um, right after we started was there's a little app on your phone called a spiritual toolkit or something like that. I don't really know what it's called, really? but I have it. Well, <laughs> I need you to let me know what that is afterwards. And every night, I mean, it tracks your day, your sobriety day. I mean, there's readings on it. There's a whole bunch of features on it. But the only one that I really pay attention to is um, you can do a nightly inventory on it every night. Yes. So I can get the app and then piss somebody off and then say, well, my app told me I ain't got to make amends to you. Mm. <laughs> ah, yes. and that's not how it works, Joe. But a anywho, scapegoat. That's where so, my mind goes. So we do them every night and, then, and we send them out in our group chat to each other. And um, again, at first when we started doing it, I'm half-assing it. Um, it's nighttime. I, like in my head, technically, I clock out of like... AA at a certain point in time in the day. It's how it was. Um, you know, I've got a family. I've got a house. You know, we've got things going on other than AA in life. So that was kind of how my, my my brain functioned. And so the difference, Jeff, is I have actually been being intentional with that. And something in the um, accountability group that we do is we meet every other week and we talk about how things are going and what we're doing in our life. And it talks about how are, are we doing the 10th step inventory every night? You know, are we looking at how our day went and what we've done wrong? And so since I've been more intentional about that, hold on, Joe, I'm not done. No, 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 go ahead. <laughs> since, since I've been more intentional about that and actually sitting down and, I mean, it can be the smallest thing. And I've always thought, you know, I don't write those small things down because an hour later I'm no longer mad at them. But since I've been doing it, I'm realizing that it holds more weight than I think. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then also part of that is it another question in our accountability group is, you know, how is the 10th step helping you with your morning meditation? I am not a meditator. I remember being that rebel in rehab saying when the teacher puts on that guy or the teacher, the counselor puts on that guided meditation. I don't meditate. I don't know how and I'm not going to try. Um, so it's also been suggested to me to start meditating even for two minutes. So I do that in the morning when I do my readings and my prayers and um, just saying that third and seventh step prayer because I'm somebody that struggles with praying. So just reading the third and the seventh step prayer, I'm on day like five or six and my I feel differently. Taking two minutes, I set an alarm, I breathe in God and I breathe out Aaron. And then I do that when I come home to kind of shift up my day between work and home. And it's like, wow. There's a twinkle in her eye. Speedy Gonzalez is learning how to slow down. (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's good. I like that. When you you know the whole meditating thing, if you could worry, you could meditate. There you go. You like that? I didn't make it up. Somebody else did. I've heard it. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't accepted that one yet, Jeff. (laughs) Hey, you know what's cool about what what Aaron's talking about? You're doing a 10 step inventory, right? Right. So, you know, our big book. It gives us directions on how to live our life. I hate when they call them suggestions because if, I will I, I will rationalize a suggestion out the door. Yep. Oh, it was just suggested. I call them directions, right? The answer to all my problems. I used to hate when I came in here and I'd be like, the answer's in the book. The answer's in the book. I hated that. But now today, I truly 100% believe the answer's always in the book. Okay, and the answer is in the book when it comes to this stuff. Except in the big book, it tells us in step 11, at nighttime, what we're supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. No, but here it is. Not the big 10. book. No. Oh, yes. is that what you were being a little smart? No, no it's interesting. Okay, it's well, step, here's something When we retire at night and we yeah. think about our day, that's all step 11. Okay, here's the thing. It really right? is. Okay, are you ready for this, Joe? Yeah. Okay, so the big book is published in 1939. The year that the 12 and 12, written by Big Bill W., was written and published in 1953, 14 years later. Totally that, written by Bill W. That was when he started doing acid, yeah. Okay. Ha <laughs> <laughs> you crazy. I know so, somebody's that's going to love that thing. comment. In my opinion, he, he wrote the 12 and 12, where each step is fully diagnosed, and there's new ideas, new directions in there, because in certain steps in the big book, there's not many pages, yeah, It doesn't right? go into too much detail. However, right. this is how important it is to do that daily inventory, to wake up in the morning to retire at night the spot check in the middle of the day this is how important bill thought that step 11 stuff was that he put it in step 10 in the 12 and 12 okay okay so that's how important it is to start our day right and to end our day correctly (laughs) you know he talks about in step 10 on what to do at night on what to do in the morning the big book talks about it in step 11 that's how important it is, and that's why she f- looks refreshed. And I'm going to buy you a 12 and 12 after this show. No. What I need <laughs> no. What I need is I need that app for my phone, Sobriety uh, Toolkits, and then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going like, to go into settings and put, like, go fishing is one of the toolkits. That way I can, like, have my app be like, you need to go fishing today. So I can tell my wife, be like, hey, listen. Ooh, it's light, not for me. It's like my surprise. You know what I mean? Light bulb idea. Light bulb idea, Aaron. What I'm going to do tomorrow is I'm going to start a group text with like 15 people and send out like 10 different readings and Joe's in that text. No, please Ooh. don't. <laughs> please don't. Oh, God. Those could Delete. Delete. I won't talk about no, that. But, people will right. get offended. <laughs> too many. Too but, many. Um, so, no, but step 10 is my 
favorite. It's my favorite part of of reading that book, and it's my favorite part. It's Why, my, Joe? No, because, I bet it's the same reason I used to think it was my favorite. No, it's my favorite because it very clearly explains when you read. It's only like a couple paragraphs, yep. a handful of paragraphs exactly. in, in 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 the big book of AA about uh, the tenth step, and it talks about the the whole reason I do any of this. It says. The problem does not exist. Mm. You are in a, a place of neutrality. Love it. The promises. You are not seeking temptation. You're not avoiding it. I think it also goes on to say, like, you haven't even sworn off drinking. Yeah. Yeah, you haven't even sworn. You're, you're, just, you're just living that daily reprieve. And that's what this whole thing is all about. It's all about having that daily reprieve and living as though the problem doesn't exist. That is exactly why I do any of this. Because who in their right mind would want to be, you know, sober, but like like fighting it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like not in that, like, you know what I mean? And you hear it, and different strokes for different folks, okay? Everybody's, you know, whatever. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, whatever works for you is fine. I know a lot of people that have straightened their lives out and they seem to be just fine with it and they've been doing it for a long time, but that's fine. But I sit there and I listen to some of the stuff that comes out of their mouths, like in meetings and stuff like that. And I'm just like, God, I don't want to live like that. Right. Like they live like they're still like, it's funny. You know how like that whole thing about how like this, it, it, it kind of ties back to uh, like step one, admitting your palace over alcohol, right? People talk about, you hear it all the time. People say like, that's something I have to do every day and stuff like that. And I'm like, but that's not something I want to do. And if I'm living as though the problem doesn't exist, why would I ever sit there and like every single day, all day long, think about how I'm an alcoholic? I don't think that way. Yeah. You know, like I know I am, but like I, I also live as though I'm just a normal human being, man. The problem does not exist. I'm in that place of neutrality. The problem I has been removed. The problem has been removed. I don't have to like you know, watch where I go nope. and what I that, do. It tells us we don't have to anymore. No, you don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't go, I'm not going to go hang out in the projects with a bunch of people, you know, selling dope and stuff like that. But that's not because I'm like a dope fiend. That's just because I really, truly nowadays have no desire to just go hang out <laughs> in a dope spot. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm kind of, I'd be, I'd be kind of out of place nowadays. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so but it's like. I think you'd fit in okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Not anymore. You got anything? Got anything? Yeah. No, not anymore. Like I, I, I have no desire to do that. Same thing with like going to a bar late at night. Right. I like I like going places and sure. doing stuff, but like hanging out in like some dive bar with a bunch of people that are like slobbering drunk at like one o'clock yeah, in the makes morning. Makes no sense anymore. Well, it's yeah. just not my. It ain't my scene anymore, no, man. Exactly. You know what I mean, and I, I used want to love those places. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm a dad now. You know that's what I mean? Right. Like, at, that's right. At one o'clock in the morning, I'm sleeping, bro. Like if I that baby ain't crying. Well, yeah, that's thing. what I mean. Like I just have no desire to live that life. It has nothing to do with the fact that like, oh, I'm an alcoholic or a drug addict, and I need to live my life as though I'm powerless over it. Like, no, that's total bullshit, man. Well, here's the thing, though. It, it's not bullshit for the newcomer, though, right? It, it's it, and that's growth. But like, they haven't gotten to step ten yet, and that's my point. It's growth. <laughs> time takes time. Sure, right? So, so like I 
could care less if I walk down, hypothetically speaking, an aisle in Walmart that's full with booze, booze, right? You don't even think about Yo, it. In those first 30 days, I was in fear of walking down that aisle. Like, seriously, I could not. Yo, I'm a huge hot wing fan. You guys know that extra blue cheese hot wings, right? Nasty. But here's the thing. My thing was hot wings and some Shiraz wine. I didn't eat hot wings for like the first three months of my recovery because I was getting triggered. I, I got okay. It, but th- that's the 10 step promises, right? And the and Joe was quoting some of these lines from the 10 step promises, right? We don't get there unless we start here. These promises for me anyway, my experience did not happen until I actually worked those steps up and did step 10, right? And the first line, the first line of the 10 step promises, and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone hyphen, including alcohol, right? Alcohol's third on that shit now. It's not first no more. It right. used to be first. It used to be. Used to be. Problem has been removed. Right. I've had that it, the spiritual experiences. I've worked the rest of these steps. Those ninth step promises have come into play. Continue to take personal inventory when we were wrong, promptly admitting it. It's not about the other person no more. I did that in four or five, looked at it in six and seven. I used to love step 10 too. And this is what I was saying earlier. Why I thought it might be your favorite step now, right? Yo, I used to work step 10 when I got here. You, you know why? I would do it on purpose. I would call you an asshole and say, oh, I'm sorry I called you that. Look, I work step 10. I promptly admitted I was wrong. Well, no, but that is. No, but that is <laughs> sounds like some shit Joe do. Oh, no, 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 no. That's literally exactly yeah. what happened to me because, you know, I had, I, I had a conversation with a guy one time and he, he asked me, how do you work step 10? And I said, well, can you think personally when wrong, when wrong, promptly admit it. I said, so what you got to do is just go out and do something wrong. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. way you can promptly admit it. <laughs> and it's true. No, I mean, that's literally what I did. I was like a year sober, and that's exactly what I did, was I purposely did some wrong shit, you yeah. know what I mean? And then promptly made it made it right, you uh, know what I'm I mean? You. I did the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, it's, you know, that is what it is. What about you, Eric? <laughs> I did not do such thing. <laughs> that's, man, we no, are good I do examples. Shit all the time. I do all the time. You know, it'll be the smallest thing in the world, um... I mean, for example, I have a sponsee that I just made an amends to last night because I realized the night before, you know, they brought something up and their partner was right there and they brought the conversation up. And then, you know, I continued to talk about it. And as I was driving home from that meeting, I realized like I kind of had a flashback that like his partner was standing right there and was very uncomfortable with the conversation because it was a conversation that did not need to be had in front of him. And I had already told the sponsee like. You know, let's talk about this tomorrow. But then I continued to talk about it. And I, you know, I, I promptly admitted it. As soon as I realized it, I was like, oh, wait a second. Like, you know, I'm sorry. And he's like, it's no problem. And I'm nah, it's, you. it could have just waited till the next day. Nobody's going to drink over it. Nobody's going to die over it. Could have waited. Man, let me tell you, if you ever get down on your sobriety or you get into yourself, right? What I want you to say to yourself is, Look where I am at year three, as opposed to where Joe and Jeff were at year three. You are so <laughs> far ahead of us, man. You are, you are in the game. You are. You got it. You got it going <laughs> on. Put me in. That's right. Oh, you're in there. Speaking of, speaking of games, Aaron, you see me itching over here. I got this bad <laughs> softball like scab on my left leg. I really need you to come over here and itch it. Listen, I, I looked at him and Samantha this morning. I said, "Dang, Jeff, did you piss Samantha off?" Oh my goodness, it's like Wolverine took hey, that nice. Hey, but you want to know what though? Like that. Pr- Promptly make amends thing, though, that's also taught me in other areas of my life to just promptly take care of shit. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, 
anything bad's happened or amends or anything like that. It's just promptly taking care of stuff, like my responsibility. Right. Yeah. You know and I mean? here's the thing, too. Because that's being responsible. Making amends for something when you do something wrong is being responsible. And when I told you that thing about how I did something right. on purpose that mm-hmm. was wrong and then had to make up for it, quite honestly, it was like the first time in my life that I like I just took responsibility for my actions like right away. Yeah. And, and that's what it teaches me is how to te- take responsibility for my actions. So when I get something stupid, when I get a bill in the mail, I can promptly take care of it yeah. instead of just putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and let things pile up. And you know what I mean? You know, and our literature talks about 10 setbacks. And when I'm, I'm disturbed, I got to look at why I'm disturbed because we're not d- blaming any other people anymore. And that 12 and 12, man, it gives us these fantastic tools, these gifts. It tells us in the 12 and 12 that we have the ability to pause now. We have the ability to underreact now. And one of the blessings and these gifts and these promises is, yo, I no longer have to act the way I'm feeling, say what I'm thinking, and hit send when I type out some BS. Yeah. yeah. You know, I could erase that. I could see what it looks like, look at it before I send it out. I could think before I say something. I could just underreact and pause. And that's one of my biggest character defects. Absolutely. We all have character defects, right? They bring us together here. Some are more prevalent in me than they are in you and vice versa, you know, and that's what we work on. Absolutely. Every single day to grow a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> No, what you over there looking at, JoJo? Your stocks? It's nine thirty. Oh, jeez! I can't help myself. Hey guys, like junkie, seriously, um, write in some topic questions to us because uh, last show we, we we read one off, and uh, we we need uh, we want you guys to participate as well. So if you're looking to uh, be a guest on our show, we got a couple of people who reached out to us. We're going to be lined up. Let us know as well. You know, we're on Facebook. You, you have my phone number. I'm sure if, if you you probably have Aaron's phone number. Nobody has Joe's phone number. <laughs> he, he's Listen, hiding. though, Joe, we do we do need to plan a day like on a weekend or something at least just one of us with joe we can we try to figure out something for people that are not in jacksonville that would like to be a guest on the show can we kind of try calling yeah do some test runs on that yeah of course we can Okay, well, because I know when we, somebody in oh, the three of us had Oh, it's not what's COVID. her name from California I got on, right? For being California. So Listen, well, if I had Demi her, Lovato on the phone, we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> Why? I'll tell talk, Demi how it is. I, I talked to her. I no, but no. Yeah, Joe will join the fellowship over there. <laughs> oh, why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah, keep coming back, Demi. <laughs> keep coming back, Jeff. Keep coming back. Um, no, but we've got some people out of town that would love to be guests, and mm-hmm. I think it'd be awesome to have them on. I know one of them's my personal friend. We used to get high together, and um, he has changed his life around. I want to say he has like a year and a half, two years sober, and like that'd be super awesome to have him on the show. So I think we should definitely work out those kinks, Joe. Yeah, it'd be great if, if we actually, like, somebody could call in at any time. Let's say we were live and somebody called in, I'm drunk, help me. Yo, that would be awesome. You got to set this up live, Joe. We're, we're just brainstorming here. No, sure. We can do it. <laughs> Joe. We can do it. We can figure something out. Hey, I'm super be- excited. Halloween is right around the corner. Yeah. Right? Today is it what? Is. Today is the 27th. This it's won't Wednesday. come out till after. It's going to come out next week, right? Next Tuesday, I believe. Yep. By that time, the Halloween Haunted House here, Jabba club we'll be done with we're excited for that um take i gotta find a place to take my i have my son this year at nighttime so uh he got himself an alien costume i gotta find a neighborhood to walk around with him at so we're excited for halloween this year good stuff hey i made sure we had candy at our house so we do have candy i don't know if i want to walk around your neighborhood (laughs) 
with that being said, I've got to get to class. All right. Sounds good. Well, we thank everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. All right. Take care.